Welcome to Comedia del Cinema, the podcast that usually explores some of comedy's most iconic films, how they were made, the impact they had, etc. But today, we're not talking about that at all. We That's are... right. We lied to you last week. Yes. We said we were going to do Tony Erdman, but we're not. We actually wiped Tony Erdman off the face of the planet, and this will be the last you ever hear about it. Um, Sadly. Except for our episode on it next week. But right now, we are doing a little bit of a, a look back at the comedy films of 2022 in giving them comedy awards that we don't comedy have a name awards, for. Awards, awards. Awards. Um, yeah, I guess just the comedy Oscars, pretty much. The, the Comedia Globes. The Comedia del Cinema, a comedy movie podcast comedy awards show. The best picture will be the Palm Comedia Door. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm very, so we both have our own list of nominees and winners, and we did not talk about them yet, so I'm very excited to hear what you are nominating and who won same here i i don't know about you but i tried to go pretty casual with it get a little silly while including some some bigger players from the oscar season as well you can't totally ignore them but yeah yeah. i'm i tried to both recognize obviously the oscar heavy hitters there are quite a few actually that this year that I do consider comedies and not just mm-hmm. award comedies, which are um, dramas with a couple of jokes in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but actual satires, comedies um, that are at play this year, while also trying to acknowledge some of the smaller comedy movies that would never get any mention anywhere, mm-hmm. but are fun. Exactly. Before we fully get into it, I want to just highlight uh, a bit of a calendar discrepancy that went into some decision making. So uh, the Oscars have their own eligibility rules. And hey, so do we. Now, the tricky (laughs) thing is we were living in the United Kingdom in year of our Lord 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, But... If you look on Letterboxd, there are some movies that are on my 2022 list that I liked a lot, but won't be reflected on this list as they were eligible at the 2021 Oscars. Those include Mm -hmm. Red Rocket and Worst Person in the World, which would be So you didn't include them? I did not. Okay. I said, sorry. Hey, I love you both. You'd come in for a lot of wins and would probably make my categories a bit stronger. But uh-huh. I cannot, in good conscience, Interesting. justify their inclusion. But you did have them on your list, and so did I. And usually on my list, I just follow whatever you say is right. <laughs> because sometimes the letterbox is also the year it premiered at a film festival or something like that. And mm-hmm. so it's not actually accurate to when it is, is theatrically distributed or, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes that doesn't exist anymore, so streaming mm-hmm. distributed, but interesting that you're going that way. I actually did have Red Rocket 
I was considering didn't really make it in for any of my awards. And then I I didn't consider Worst Person in the World a comedy. So it wasn't on my list. I think it's a full rom-com. I am. I can see that. I can see that. It's just, uh, huh. Yeah, I didn't really think of it as a comedy. So interesting. To that, for me, that would be definitely more of one of those kind of awardsy comedies. That's fair. I think there's enough hard comedy in it for it to work. Um, now, if I do any personal awards, if mm-hmm. I do any on Letterboxd, those movies will be eligible there. But because <laughs> this is, I'm trying to be as confusing as possible. You are. <laughs> because this is an American podcast, I'm going off of American eligibility. How crass these Americans and their eligibility. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Oscars are a local award ceremony after all. <laughs> We get into it. Let's do it. Up first, the nominees for Best Supporting Actress Emily Edition are Yep. Molly Shannon, Spin Me Around. Applause, applause. Mm-hmm. Carrie Condon, Banshees of Inishirin. Dolly De Leon. Is that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triangle of Sadness. Rachel yeah. Sennett, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Kristen Shaw, Bob's Burgers movie. Nice. I I will say that I didn't really want to. I did want to nominate Tina from Bob's Burgers because Tina is my favorite character <laughs> from Bob's Burgers, but I couldn't quite figure out where to, where to nominate Tina, so I decided I mean, I have to, to go be supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but then like that kind of. That category, is, I was full, so I decided on Kristen Shaw. Because Louise is a bit bigger in the movie, so. It's true. She's got a pretty big arc. Um, I'll read my nom- nominees, and then maybe Please. we'll talk about all of them, and then say our winners. Please. Um, I've got a lot of crossover with yours. Wonderful. Um, okay. My nominees for supporting actress in a motion picture comedy are Hong Chow, The Menu. Molly Shannon, Spin Me Around, Dolly De Leon, Triangle of Sadness, Charles B. Dean, Triangle of Sadness, and Rachel Sennett, Bodies, 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 Bodies. Which one? What? Who is the second Triangle of Sadness one that I didn't? Know? Uh, she was the the rich girl in the couple. Oh, she was great. Yeah. 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 Ah, okay. Did you have so, you had Molly Shannon too? I also had Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Good. Making some, I, I I hoped we would both have her on there. She's really great in that movie. Gets <laughs> She's to so be <laughs> really extreme. I forget what the bit is. Is that is she like off her meds or something? Um, I don't know if it's even that or if she's just really a bizarre lady. Which is also which is like it could be. That she's off her meds, but it could be just a Molly Shannon character of being very odd. <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah, she has um, a frequent bit of like thinking she and Allison Brie's characters are best friends after having known each other for about 
20 minutes and then it turns uh, and great. she's and then she's like really angry at Allison Brie for something I don't remember <laughs> and then she just like comes in and she starts yelling at Allison Brie and blaming I think her for because stuff. she won't tell her everything that she's yeah. doing or something like Isn't that she like you bitch like she's so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. great performance uh yeah triangle of sadness some great performances there um mm-hmm. Rachel well, Senate and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I'm glad we both have. Me too. I honestly, I saw Shiva Baby uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Didn't really care for it. Didn't really care for Rachel Senate in it either. And mm-hmm. I do sometimes associate uh, her with a certain brand of Twitter comedian okay. that doesn't really it doesn't really do anything for me yeah i think that's fair you feel like you're not really that demographic to be honest yeah not really (laughs) like i don't it's not my sense of humor for the most part but uh she was cast really well in bodies 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 gives a very impressive um almost parody of that kind of person yeah um but maybe aged down just a few years doesn't uh, and, and isn't she have a podcast just where she interviews her friends or something and all yeah. her friends think it's really bad right the, <laughs> it's very fun yeah it's a really really impressive performance there was talk of a24 a24 claimed they were gonna push her really hard for a supporting them and i feel like they didn't in the end mm. maybe they just had their hands full with everything everywhere in the whale honestly i think they probably did they were like probably spending so much money on those two movies anyway and the and those campaigns. Yeah. Um yeah. Wonderful. Um should we reveal our winners? Yeah. Who is okay. your winner? Uh my winner is Hong Chao in the menu. I think she really holds the tone of that movie. Um and it's a really difficult part to pull off because uh she's the a host slash uh, like waitress at this yeah um you know resort restaurant and she's kind of responsible for keeping the tone uh, as it escalates more gradually mm-hmm. and it's a very very funny performance Her, the bit about tortillas um that has like blackmail on it it's really good she's she got an on this year for the whale mm-hmm. at the real oscars um which I'm really excited to see her in because she's, she's been doing good work. Yeah. She's been good for a very long time. So I'm happy to see she's getting recognized. And yeah, I think she's MVP of the menu. I totally winner. forgot about her. I, uh, I, yeah, I wish I had nominated her. She was really good. Um, mm-hmm. My winner was Molly Shannon in Spin Me Around. Classic. I just tend to always love when Molly Shannon are is in a movie and mm-hmm. I really do like is it Jeff Baina? Is that yeah yeah I really do like his movies and um little hours horse girl horse girl excluded or included uh sorry Miss Bree excluded <laughs> um although she does have I think she has co-writing credit on this movie mm-hmm. um but like little hours I love um spin me around was another kind of fun version of that with a lot of the same cast and mm-hmm. i really thought that molly shannon got even more fun stuff in this movie mm-hmm. and thinking back on the movie she was kind of the highlight for me and 
I think I kind of wanted to recognize a movie too that was pretty straight up comedic. Yeah, it's and a recognize really, the really best part of that. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Fred oh. Fred Armisen, great cameo in that one. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. lip syncing. Very fun. Very Although fun. I think my favorite of his is definitely in Little Hours. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. unbeatable in Little Hours. So very true. Uh, Shall we like go to, to yeah. best supporting, supporting actor? Right. Start with yours first. Okay. Um Ryan Sarlacc, Hit the Road. Mm. Brendan Gleason, The Banshees of Inishiran. Uh Kiwai Kwan, Everything Everywhere. Woody Harrelson, Triangle of Sadness. And Nicholas Holt, The Menu. Ah, okay. I have Brendan Gleason, Banshees of Inishiran. Barry Keegan? Keegan? I don't know. So Irish. Banshees of Inishiran. Woody Harrelson, Triangle of Sadness, Ray Fiennes, The Menu, Harris Dickinson, Triangle of Sadness. Nice. So who did we have crossover there? Only Brendan Gleeson and Woody Harrelson? I think so. Two of our two of our more stately, older, funny gentlemen. I will say that I um I I think I accidentally put Kihei Kwan in Best Actor. So We'll just you can stick with that. I'm just bumping him up. You can claim. frankly, so or you could swap, <laughs> uh, because you know there's all there's some dispute over Ray Fiennes. I think you're mm. right to put him in supporting, but he was put in lead at Golden Globes and submitted that way. So you could always swap, swap those two. Okay. Well, I'll just stay with have. it now because okay. I'm going to get confused. But yeah, uh, interesting. I think, yeah, I think he's definitely more supporting Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because she's the lead, so Anya Taylor-Joy is the lead, really. Yeah, but it is enough of a showy role where I, I can mm-hmm. understand that that as an awards placement, especially yeah. if he had gotten in SAG. I feel like that would have been a classic SAG-leading mm-hmm. actor performance. Uh, nom. Like, cause they always throw in a random one or two i'm actually surprised at the lack of banshees noms from you so far i yeah well i well i only have brendan but that's because i'm specifically trying to be more divide things up and not not let too much you know not let any categories run run the table Mm. with one movie because yeah banshees is great but you know Kinda, yeah. Now, who is your winner? I think my winner. Let's see. I tried to keep my winners a surprise to me until this moment, so I could go with my gut. Really? Oh my gosh! I've just got my list. Um, you know, I'm going Ryan Sarlacc. Hit the road. He's the younger brother. He's so cute in that movie. I love a good child performance Mm -hmm. when when you can tell they get to be a kid on screen and aren't really forced to uh endure too much Mm -hmm. um and he's it's a genuinely comedic performance um which makes that movie work i think so it it makes it so much more heartbreaking because i didn't include hit the road in my 
nominations just because I cried so much <laughs> that I was like, I don't think I can I can include this in my comedy Oscars. Uh fair. <laughs> but that performance definitely is very comedic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, who's your winner? My winner is Harris Dickinson for Triangle of Sadness. Nice. What what do you like about that? I just think he's really good in the movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. I know some people think he's one of the weaker parts, but interesting. At least that's kind of what I've heard sometimes around Letterboxd and Twitter and such. But I think he's really great. And um, as one of the only characters that's really from the beginning through to the end, really gives a good stability to mm-hmm. the story and. Just a great performance going from kind of hit the conversation he has with his girlfriend through mm-hmm. to becoming like, I don't know, the, the boy toy yeah. <laughs> at the end in the camp on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a very varied and fun performance that he's giving. Yeah, he gives a lot of um, nuance to a movie that doesn't really have much. Yeah, of that at all um and he's one of the more human characters from beginning to end because even if even though he's more associated with like the the rich side you can see mm-hmm. right away that he's not quite as comfortable in that world as many right. other people right absolutely yeah so that's why he won for me mm-hmm. also shout out woody harrelson we both nommed yeah, comes in for really like funny. ten minutes, goofs around. He's really funny. Really, just the part where he's drunk and he's on the speaker, and oh, he's yeah. like reading his socialist manifesto on the speaker. Yeah, quite fun. Very good. Uh, is that I what also... it is? Is that what he's reading? He's reading something that's he's a... reading. I don't know. Well, it might be communist. It might be a Marx. But oh yeah, I, I think remember. you're right. I think it is Marx. I just yeah, very funny part. Very good. Uh, Nicholas Holt. I also nominated. He's full tilt crazy, <laughs> crazy guy in that movie. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult performance because you need to think he's an asshole at the beginning, but by the end you need to believe he would willingly um, bring. Uh, who what who was intended to be his girlfriend, and then eventually an escort on mm-hmm. a ship to die with him, and right, you believe that that guy would do that? Yeah, definitely a difficult arc to pull off, but he's very good in it. Anyone else in your category you want to highlight? No, I mean Brendan Gleeson was very fun in Manchies mm-hmm. of Indian, obviously. That's why he's getting the noms and and the real Oscars, mm-hmm. but. Indeed. Shall we move on to screenplay? Please. Who are your nominations? My nominations for best screenplay of a comedy movie in 2022 (laughs) are Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inishirin, Ruben Ostlund, Mm -hmm. Triangle of Sadness, Cooper Rafe, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Will Tracy, The Menu, Lauren Bacard and Nora Smith, Bob's Burgers movie. They're the ones listed, although I, I do think the 
TV the staff probably worked. Staff yeah. wrote quite a bit of it as well, but they're the ones just listed as the writers. Mm-hmm. Because nice. the rest of the TV staff are accredited as producers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably just a way of getting them. Yeah. Um, okay, my nominations. Ruben Oslin, Triangle of Sadness. The Menu, Seth Reese and Will Tracy. All My Friends Hate Me, Tom Storton and Tom Palmer. The Banshees of Innistir and uh, Inishirin, Marty McDee, and mm-hmm. Cha-Cha Real Smooth. One Mr. Cooper Rafe. I can't believe we both had Cooper Rafe in Screenplay. <laughs> Look. That's great. He gets a lot of shit. He writes he talented, natural, you know, he's a talented boy who writes nat- naturalistic sweet comedies. He, I like him. He is the kind of guy that if I didn't know anything about him... If I just mm. knew the basics of he got his first movie produced off of Twitter, mm-hmm. off of tweeting at the Duplass. I it was, yeah, Mark Duplass. Um, and I just kind of heard about what his movies were. He would definitely be someone that I would think like, ugh, I would hate his movies. But having seen both of his movies, I really like both of his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I think had we gone to college with him, Odds are, I would think these movies suck. (laughs) Yeah. But that's just, I'm just recognizing that we as humans have very complex reactions to to things based on context. But that's what I mean by if I just knew like basics of him, I'd be so annoyed at that this guy that's younger than me has had two movies produced and he's gotten to Mm -hmm. be in both and direct both. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but... Yeah, whatever. But I really it love works. both of them. They're both yeah. really cute movies. Uh-huh. They always kind of hit me in in a place where I'm not expecting. Like I think he and I have a lot of similar feelings about like being homesick and mm-hmm. things like that. That I relate to him a lot, and not necessarily something you see a lot in movies about college aged yeah. people. So, mm-hmm. certainly not. Um, Banshees of Inishir and you know, we both we love it's a pretty perfectly structured script. Martin McDonough is one of my favorite playwrights and this is definitely I thought one of his movies, the other being um in Bruges, mm-hmm. that kind of perfectly meld his stage sensibilities with his film sensibilities. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really enjoyed this movie. That makes sense. Um, we we both nominated Triangle of Sadness and the Menu. Mm-hmm. They're both um, sort of fitting into the zeitgeist of mm-hmm. anti-rich comedies. Right there alongside White Lotus and season four of You. And of course, Glass Onion. <laughs> but wait, what's Glass <laughs> Onion? Oh, it's a Knives Out mystery? Oh, sure. Oh, it is a Knives Out mystery, mm-hmm. you say. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I bet that's really funny. I hear it's the funniest shit you'll see <laughs> the, the whole decade. Look, and we're not Ryan Johnson haters because of no. Last Jedi. We love Last Jedi. Okay, we love and Last Jedi. Love, I, genuinely... I love Knives Out, the first one. I can't think of a movie of his that I dislike in any way. But Well... For you, the glass onion. <laughs> glass onion is still a three and a half. I just think 
it's also kind of stupid. But that doesn't mean it's <laughs> it's bad. It's just crazy to me that it's actually getting, uh, you know, yeah. got any Oscar nomination. It's true. I did also rate it a four out of five. I I love mysteries and yeah. I I do really like Ryan Johnson. But yeah, it's I don't know about adapted screenplay. Sorry, sorry, no. Mr. Johnson. I mean, I think it's about as good as a Netflix movie can be, mm-hmm. while still being a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like The Irishman happened to be on Netflix, but isn't right, right? A Netflix movie, but Scorsese kind of is one of the only people that can pull that off. Yeah, that's true. Let's see. Yeah, any any other nominees that you want to shout out? Uh, All my friends hate me. I watched recently. It's a uh, a bit of a cringe comedy about mm-hmm. a man uh, visiting up with his friends from college. And over the course of a weekend, just a bunch of tense, awkward interactions lead him to think that there is a like a grand conspiracy against him organized by his his old friend group. Um, Gosh, I have some some small issues with the movie overall, um, but as a script, it's really impressively constructed to. Uh, put the protagonist in the worst possible uh, situation <laughs> um, in very realistically awful mm-hmm. uh, conversations to have. And it very, very realistically places you in conversations with people who it, it feels like you're catching up with people who you were used to be close with, but now have oh nothing gosh. in common with. That sounds so... Yeah, that sounds pretty cringe. I should watch that. It does sound pretty accurate to my life though, so <laughs> I should watch it to relate. It's um it got sort of a horror comedy label and it's mm-hmm. not a horror movie at all, but I do think the discomfort <laughs> socially horror makes it fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Who won this category for you? For me? I think I'm giving it to my boy Ruben. Or triangle of sadness fair enough and fair enough. yourself i personally have to give it to mr mcdonough nice just because of i am a very big fan of his mm-hmm. <laughs> and i really like the movie but triangle yeah. of sadness was definitely up there for me as well hey it was between triangle and banshees for me but mm-hmm. i thought banshees might actually win Original screenplay at the Oscars. Triangle Wall. As the Love is Blind people would say, it was the triangle of sadness for you. It's giving triangle. It's giving sadness vibes. <laughs> Should we swap it up and do best actor next? Yeah. Hey, what? go ahead and read your list. My list for best actor is Daniel Radcliffe, Weird Al, Yankovic Story. I guess it's weird. Oh, mm-hmm. Yankovic story. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inishirin. Kihei Kwan, mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'm bumping him up. He deserves it. <laughs> Cooper Rafe, Cha Cha Real Smooth, and Billy Eichner, bros. Nice. Getting getting Billy uh, in there. See, Billy, the straights are turning out for you. <laughs> Don't you see on our on our podcast that 
gets less than 10 listeners, the straights are turning on me. <laughs> Honestly, you're welcome, Billy. From your old pals at, at the table at the Writers Guild Awards. <laughs> true. We if only we you. could tell him now that we'd be there for him. We could, could should, we should have said to him, hey, that romantic comedy that you're writing with Nicholas Stoller, it's going to lose a lot of money. But I'm going to think it's okay. Look, I think we have to explain this a little because I think out of context, this is confusing. In 2019, we -hmm. went to the Writers Guild Awards invited by our former former professor, Ed Lee. Mm -hmm. He's still a professor. He's just not our current professor. We, for some reason, were sat in the presenters area. So we were at a table with Billy Eichner. And then it was uh, Billy Eichner, his date, I assume, or maybe just Mm -hmm. a friend us and then about four people that are were maybe 16 that looked like they were going to 12 kind to of prom. 16 yeah Her and Topher dance. grace and then Topher grace came and i don't think he was supposed to sit there i think he just he came took over ed to helms s- spot oh right yeah because ed helms came over and saw what and the was table like, was what and is was this like, the kids no. table <laughs> and then Topher grace came and then you started tweeting about Topher Grace. And then he left. And then I a- looked, o- I was presented. sitting next to Topher Grace and I looked over and I saw he was <laughs> looking at your tweets. And then he left. <laughs> Topher, let's bury the hatchet. Come on the pod. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. The thing was, you weren't even tagging him. I wasn't, I wouldn't. You were I just typing out his name. Yeah. It's It's on him for having a name notification or for name searching during an award ceremony well you thought people would be talking about him at the writer's guild awards <laughs> okay tof <laughs> do you know his real name is just christopher that's what it's short for yeah that makes so much more but sense he w- wanted to shorten it to be tofer instead of chris he picked the worst part of the name <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. I hadn't, yeah. I thought his name was just Topher. I didn't know it was short for anything. Yeah. Wow. Short. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, what are who are your nominees? Okay. Uh, Nicholas Cage, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Daniel mm-hmm. Radcliffe, weird. Diego Calva, Babylon. Channing Tatum, dog. Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inisherin. Mm. I like that you shouted out dog. <laughs> You know, the category was looking a little light, and I thought, <laughs> hey, Channing was charming in that movie that he directed <laughs> about him and a dog. I'll okay. throw him a bone. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, the thing is, I wanted to recognize Bros as being mm-hmm. a movie that came out this year. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds bad. On I the just DVD, meant... <laughs> came out this year. I, I just mean, like, as a, as a, pretty big uh-huh. comedy that you mm-hmm. know and billy was definitely the best part of that because mm-hmm. i had considered putting stoller and director but i can't or writer but i kind of mm-hmm. decided i had a couple issues with the script and the mm-hmm. direction was okay yeah that's reasonable I, i'm glad we both had radcliffe yeah. on our list the movie <laughs> was I, way too long ultimately <laughs> even though it was 90 minutes no, it was close to two hours. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Should have been 90 minutes. If it was 90, it might have been bumped up a bit. But 
uh, I really love the energy of it. And Daniel Radcliffe is awesome. There's so many funny parts in it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I recently showed my mom the part where he's writing my Bologna, <laughs> and yeah. she's dying laughing, and she wants me to show it to my dad because it's so funny. So it's that scene is so funny. And I think the conceit that Michael Jackson ripped off... <laughs> Yeah, ripped off Weird Al. It's <laughs> also really funny. Yeah, so it's I a think... great way to to just sort of allow it to be sort of a biopic, but not have to pick at the thorny parts of Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and that Madonna would date him so that he would parody her songs and she would become more popular. <laughs> I think those things are so. Yeah. There's so oh, many yeah. jokes that are really funny. Um, mm-hmm. And when he's like, I guess no one's looking for an accordion player in their band. <laughs> <laughs> and the, all his friends are like, that's so fucked up, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> funny, funny shit. Yeah. Uh, very good. Who's your winner? My winner is Daniel Radcliffe for Weird Al Yankovic Story. Well deserved. Awesome. My winner, Colin Farrell, Benji's finished sharing. Also, very funny performance. Yeah, a very a very sweet performance. Yeah, it's it's very hard to make a uh, a boring nice guy into a compelling mm-hmm. character, and that's <laughs> kind of the core of why the performance actually works. Yeah, is that he's just a regular guy who was completely happy uh, with his life. Yeah, as it was. <laughs> I think that really sp- speaks the writing of it too, and. Mm-hmm. And a a theme that I always really like to write about or watch things about is people kind of getting bored of their small town or mm-hmm. struggling with wanting to stay or leaving. And I think that's mm-hmm. really ingrained into that movie Absolutely. and around that character. Yeah, and with the Carrie Condon character. Yeah, well, her especially. Yeah. But the way that affects him mm-hmm. is really powerful, too. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, should we move on to actress? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, let's see. It's the actress in a motion picture comedy leading role. Dakota Johnson, Cha Cha Real Smooth. Pantea mm-hmm. Panahia, Hit the Road. Jenny Slate, Marcel Shell with Shoes On. Margot Robbie, Babylon. Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere. All right. Interesting. We, I think we have very many crossover. My best actresses are <laughs> best girls. Best ladies are Margot Robbie, Babylon, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere, Anya Taylor Joy, The Menu, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, Ticket to Paradise. Nice. This is the one that I told you yesterday might be a little bit of category fraud. Okay, let's hear it. But Maria Bakalova, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Frankly, no, that's not category. You fraud. don't think so? Okay. No, she's still leading that movie, right? Or no, is it? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, she is. Her. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's so many people in that movie. I just wasn't really sure. Because um, I had her in supporting, but then I had too many people in supporting. So I, and I, my uh, best actress was a little light. So <laughs> <laughs> I moved her up. That's fair. No, yeah, I think that's a fair placement. Margot Robbie, really good in that yeah. one. Definitely kinda... the funniest part in that movie, too. Tragically mm-hmm. funny. 
yeah, she's doing something similar to what she's done a lot, but it's used. This is maybe one of the most effective mm-hmm. uh, uses of her kind of scrappy mm-hmm. uh, East Coast accent. Mm-hmm. Tough gal. Um, yeah. At least since maybe I, Tanya. I, Tanya. Yeah, probably. Or Harley Quinn. Honestly, I would have, I would nominate her for Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Birth of that movie's great. Yeah. Michelle Yeoh, I mean, what is what can to... you say? <laughs> what, can, what 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 can you say that's different or new? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Julia Roberts. I'm just happy to see her yeah. again, and I love Julia Roberts. And you know, I like the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I really wish. I could justify calling Tar a comedy because oh, Kate Blanchett's <laughs> performance is genuinely comedic it's pretty funny. <laughs> a yeah. lot of the time, but I can't quite make the leap. No, no. She's, I mean, it, it is kind of comedic, but you know, it's a serious, serious movie as well. But the so. way she's like, you are a robot. <laughs> yeah. She's funny. She's funny. What about you? Anybody want to shout out? Uh, Pentea, Penahia, hit the road. It's, She's not so a super comedic performance, <laughs> admittedly, but so much actress in, in a comedy. She's great. Um, also, Jenny Slate is someone who I've been kind of mixed on for a long time, but the, she does great voice work uh, mm-hmm. in this movie as just a que- uh, sweet little shell. Yeah, she's kind of hitting as well. In fact, she's giving the best stretch behind you. Uh-huh. Exter loves Marcel Bichelle. He does. He does. And uh, she's nominated this year in animated feature, which is is well deserved. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked a good amount of her stuff, you know, some controversy around her at times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know. What's that what's that rom com she did? That was that one was really good. Um The one with Charlie Day. Or oh no, no. Not that, <laughs> that one. one was not really good. <laughs> uh Obvious Child. Obvious Child. Yeah. <laughs> The one with Plop. Yeah, the one with Plop was, yeah, was better than the one with Charlie Day. Although, on balance, I prefer Charlie Day to Plop overall. I don't know that I do, but I'm not as big of a Sunny fan as you are. Perhaps when I watch through the whole show, I'll I'll feel that way. What if I nominated Charlie Day for Fist Fight? And It'd be like too after. little too late. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was years uh, ago. That was five years ago. That's okay. <laughs> uh, who's your winner? My winner. Look, my winner is Michelle Yeoh. That's fair. <laughs> I'm worried that she's not going to win the Oscar. Uh, I love her so much, mm-hmm. and I want her to win something. In in my eyes, she's a winner. So fair enough, and she might win the Oscar. I hope she does, but I mean, she's got really tough competition. So mm-hmm. with Kate Blanchett, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give the win to Margot. Margot for Babylon, partially because she should have gotten an arm at the Oscars. She really should have. I mean, it's an incredible performance. Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot. No, we actually both of our winners are wrong. It's Andrea Riceboro for To Leslie. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, I forgot that my only nominee in that category <laughs> was her. 
I couldn't even I couldn't even repeat her name back to you because I forgot it. Hmm. I just know it's too Leslie. But she is not Leslie. No. Never. I'm sorry, uh, Andrea? Sorry, name. Sorry. Andrea, but I call her Ange. <laughs> that's interesting because I don't think that's a nickname for Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Her name is Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the winner is Andrea Riceboro. Oh, Leslie. The crowd erupts into applause. They can't believe their underdog finally getting her time to shine. Oh, whoa. I love that they were like, no, it's not necessarily a violation of our our nomination rules, but we are going to deal with this. <laughs> I think what what they meant was basically she didn't break any rules, but they're going right. to give a stern talking to to the people who specifically because there were some actors who on Instagram were like, look, OK, these four actors are locked. Yeah. So, and then when they got into saying the math of how many votes she would need to be nominated, I think that's what the Oscars weren't very happy about. And that's fair. But here's the other thing is that all nominations are bought. And so mm-hmm. what is really the difference between doing it on social media or having your PR mm-hmm. team sending out a bunch of gifts? It's true. It's it's if anything slightly more honest to ask your friends to yeah. tell people if they liked your movie. I think that's kind of in a, some way a little bit purer than mm-hmm. uh, all of the marketing that goes into Oscar campaigns. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Kate Blanchett participated in the plan too. She was the main plotter of this. She was the mastermind behind all of this to Leslie bullshit. And it's all designed to get her back in the conductor's chair. (laughs) Did you see the thing the other day where Kate Blanchett was like, you know, I do wonder if Carol had been made today, would I be able to play a gay character? Kate, you just did. Kate, you're nominated right now (laughs) for playing a lesbian. And you're probably going to win. And you've been winning a bunch of awards for it, Kate. Hey, you just did that just now. Ridiculous. So funny. Best director. Who do you got? The best directors are. They should. That's how they should say it. Just say like (laughs) the best. (laughs) The best there ever were are the Daniels. E-E-A-A-O. Martin McDonough. Banshees of Inishirin. Ruben Oslin. Triangle of Sadness. Cooper Rafe. Cha-cha real smooth. Nicholas Stoller, bros. Well, I guess I did nominate him. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Hey, awesome. Congrats, Nicholas. I forgot. (laughs) You're in good direction, Nick. Despite what I said about five minutes ago. (laughs) Honestly. Your Uh, nominees? My nominees. Damien Chazelle, Babylon. Hmm. Ruben Oslin, Triangle of Sadness. Mm -hmm. Mark Milo, The Menu. Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inishirin, and Riley Stearns for Duel. Interesting. Okay. Uh, that's, I, yeah. I, I couldn't bring myself to nominate anything for Babylon other than Margot Robbie. <laughs> just well, that's because fair. You didn't like it as much as me. <laughs> it's true. I, couldn't, I just can't quite square the ending 
<laughs> with the rest of it. And Reasonable. some of my other issues that I had with it that I told you about. Yeah. Mm, what if you watch the ending on a loop for an hour straight? I'd probably uh, have no feelings or worse feelings towards it. Okay. Um. Anyone you want to shout out? Nicholas Stoller. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. Um, I mean, the thing is with this category... It is kind of hard because the three that are also was uh Ruben Oslin also nominated for Oscar this year. Mm, for yes, directing? he was. Yeah. It's the thing with those three, McDonough, Osland, and the Daniels, is like mm-hmm. the their direction, yeah, is some of the best here for sure. Sure. So Cooper Rafe and Nicholas Stoller. <laughs> filling out the category <laughs> oh, your lucky stars uh i just want to shout out riley stearns for duel mm. it's a a weird little sci-fi comedy in which karen gillen uh is a woman who <laughs> get this <laughs> um, she gets a terminal illness and so uh signs up to have a replacement android created for her but then she recovers um and then if the android requests they can have a duel to the death Uh, and then whoever survives gets to live the life that sounds like a black mirror up you know more or less is um but the direction of the actors is is really impressive um they all have to do the sort of stilted restrained Mm. comedy thing which can be tough to pull off yeah, but in thinking, and thinking about that movie, I should have nominated Aaron Paul, Mister Mister Jesse Pinkman himself. He's very Mr. funny in Pinkman. that movie, and he's so funny in Breaking Bad too. It's true, Captain Cook. Anybody? He's kind of the OG meth stoner. <laughs> you know that old trope. <laughs> Aaron Paul is to meth what Seth Rogen is to weed. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> jk jk okay who's your director winner my director winner is mr ruben ostland for triangle of sadness i just think that movie is very impressive Mm -hmm. hilarious well-written direction is great and yeah yeah. i'll give the win to mr martin mcdonough for banshees of inishirin So Did we, we swap a, those two? We have a director screenplay swap. Oh, okay. Best picture is going to be interesting then. Yeah. Okay. Would you, speaking of which, would you like to read your nominees for best motion picture, musical or comedy? Actually, oh. not musical because we would have included Pinocchio. And Cyrano, probably. That's true. Okay. The best pictures are Banshees <laughs> of Inishirin, <laughs> Triangle of Sadness. E E A A O. I think that's how they should start. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's how everybody abbreviates it. E E A A O. Weird Al Yankovic story. Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine are Triangle of Sadness, The Menu, The Banshees of Inishirin, Cha Cha Real Smooth, and Babylon. Wow. You know, you didn't have very much E E A A O representation on your it got two big ones for me actor 
and actress and actress and, and <laughs> supporting. supporting actor because unlike you i think he's in a supporting role in that film he's got a big movie. he's got a big part it's a big supporting role yes um ever hear of he's in a lot of it oh i didn't hear about that <laughs> would you like to announce well, anything you want to shout out for why it's best picture mm, I, we've talked about no. all of these movies <laughs> um the menu didn't make it for you right no but weird the al yankovic story did the thing is with that one and bob's burgers i really uh-huh. wanted to shout out to hard comedy movies mm-hmm. That's right. so weird al it's just like even though some of it doesn't work necessarily for me i i love how hard they went with the comedy mm-hmm. of it and same with bob's burgers i know Maybe not for everybody. Um, yeah, but, I liked it. But I really liked it. And I love those dang Belchers. What can I say? Honestly, such a nice family. They're so sweet. Uh, sweet, nice. Everything spice. And great uh, burgers, might I add. Oh, yeah. They've got always got good specials. <laughs> uh, what is your winner? My winner... The one that's taken home the cake is Triangle of Sadness. I am also giving the win to Triangle of Sadness. Wow. Yeah, I think that's definitely probably the best comedy of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, because it also could be such a non-comedy with that exact mm-hmm. same premise and could claim to be like an uproarious satire. Mm-hmm. It, it actually goes for it, which is... It, yeah, and it actually makes you laugh and cringe and oh my gosh just everything on the boat makes me so upset all but, the puking yeah oh my god awesome well yeah but just so funny still like just the thought of that in a movie that's being nominated for an oscar <laughs> makes me very happy yeah, <laughs> yeah. for a director screenplay and picture yeah right. really a bummer dolly de leon didn't get a nom because she's great she was one and she got a bunch of precursors. So I think the expectation was if the movie gets things, that would absolutely be an area where it would score. But you know, I would say she'll get her nomination in due time. But <laughs> who knows? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. She's great. But I yeah, hope so. Who knows? But, you know, like uh, a 50-something-year-old Filipino woman it might not get a lot of great roles. But, I think you might be right maybe. on that. But I hope so. Well, we will see this. Sun- is it Sunday or is it on a Monday again? The, the Oscars. Oscars? They'll, they'll be on Sunday, March the 12th. Didn't, uh, oh, maybe that was just the Emmys that was on mm-hmm. Monday that one time. Yeah. I think the Emmys are going to be on Tuesday this year. What fresh hell is this? On Fox. Jesus. Okay. I guess if they really want no one to watch it. They do a double <laughs> whammy. Tuesday night. And then worst of all on Fox. I know. <laughs> and who are they going to get to host it? Homer. Now, if Homer hosted it, everybody would watch it. That's true. No, if if Bart hosted, that would be huge. The thing is, I don't know that you could trust Bart to show up for rehearsals. No, but it'd be kind of a Ricky Gervais kind of situation. Oh, that's true. He'd really you know take I mean? them to task. Yeah. Well, maybe... Okay, maybe Bart should host the Golden Globes. Yeah, 
Lisa should host the Writers Guild Awards. Yeah. Marge can host the Peabody's. <laughs> no, I should. No. Um, Marge, Marge, I think, should host the Kennedy Kennedy Center honors. That's true. She's a classy broad. Yeah. And then Homie can do the Grammys. I think you could do the Oscars. I, I agree. Okay, then Maggie can do the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, yeah. Or, She'd or, kill. Or Krusty. She'd kill. Uh, Krusty, yeah, Krusty could do it. I can see Krusty getting slimed pretty good. I could see Krusty hosting the Critics' Choice Awards, actually. Mm, I could, too. You know, they had... Uh, were those the ones recently that had Chelsea mm-hmm. Handler as the host? Yeah. So, Chelsea Handler and Krusty... You know, Honestly, similar vibes. Pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> they were both at that party at Woody Allen's with Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and Katie Kirk. Both very antagonistic, so there you go. Uh-huh. Well, there you have it. There are comedy awards, and these are binding, and mm-hmm. uh, the winners will receive the home-baked pie that Baxter is making right now. And they these will all be added to your IMDb page. Much as my nomination for Outstanding Stand-Up Comedian I found yesterday is somehow on my IMDb page. Is mine on my IMDb? Um, no, oh, because I, I didn't even because that category, category isn't on there. Or That's else a, I wow. would have, it would be cool to have a record of, of just that category because it would be you, me, uh, Callie, and... And Caleb Pitts, which would be funny, but that would be funny. I that's so silly though. Silly. Uh anyway, Billy Crystal is playing us off. He's gonna come on stage and do some of his uh, racially insensitive impressions. So that he is. So everybody, please welcome Mr. Saturday Night. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And we'll see you guys next week when we're covering Oscar nominated comedy. Tony Erdman. For real this time. And we promise. And follow us on Instagram at Comedia Del Cinema. And on then Twitter? I changed it on Twitter to. Oh, you did? I think, yeah. What I changed it? it to. I think I just changed it to Comedia Cinema. Oh, great. So. Comedia Cinema. Great. Yeah, we are Comedia Cinema. Please follow us and continue to listen. Mm hmm. And if you can't do both, please follow us. (laughs) I don't know. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Opposite. Okay. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.